Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour sponsored by Lake Monster Brewing and that's badass wood art. Remember to use promo code CTPocket for 20% off any one item at that'sbadasswoodart.com. And while you're here, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're doing a giveaway at 3,000 subscribers. It's a custom skull piece from That's Badass Wood Art. Ryan Quasey and Kevin O'Connell today, you know, address the media. The draft is in a couple weeks, and people had questions, and uh, and rightfully so. A lot of them involving uh, just a quarterback, right? What's going on with Kirk Cousins? He hasn't been extended. Obviously, he's going into the final year of his deal. Do you like quarterbacks in this class? It, you know, we're just trying to like piecemeal together any sort of indication on, on which which route they're going to go. Did you have any takeaways from their presser this afternoon? Yeah, I mean, I think there's quite a few different talking points, right? So, you know, maybe we can dissect these by like topic, right? So quarterback, number one. Sure. Um, obviously, emphasize the importance of the quarterback position, uh, you know, things that they're basically saying that they're being very methodical, you know, where you yes. have to have a plan, you have to have a strategy. Um, there's a lot of different ways to get to the, to that answer. Right. Um, and so no one way is the right way per se, but um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different avenues and, and, you know, I guess urge fans not to basically box you into one. So what that basically tells me is, you know, they, they are looking at the draft. They are looking at maybe uh, trade options. They're looking at, maybe Kirk sticking around, right? Uh, maybe some other veteran that's around the league that, you know, yeah. they may want to bring in that they like. I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios here that I think could play out. Obviously, they, they're not going to tip their hand. Um, I think I read something the other day or earlier today um, <laughs> just around, like, how we they've been very hush-hush about yeah. the quarterback. Like, they're not even tipping their hand towards which prospects they like. Now, of course – They've met with DTR, mm -hmm. um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Um, they've McKee. met with Tanner McKee. Um, yep. They've met with Anthony Richardson and Will Levis at the Combine um, and DTR at the Combine. And then they brought McKee in for a top 30 visit. So um, they, they've talked to a few, but there's no, yes, for sure, we're going to move forward with this guy or that we really like this guy. So well, I, th I thought that was in a way, uh, like an interesting way to kind of talk about the topic. One of the questions approached to Quasey was on the possibility of just addressing quarterback in this draft class. So let me read you, read you the quote uh, directly from him. He said, QB is the most important position in our sport. Ultimately, these aren't things you decide in the moment. You have to have plans. You have to have strategies. You have to have different ways of getting to that answer. So we've had these conversations. They're ongoing. There are lots of different avenues in terms of addressing that position. And I wouldn't necessarily, to your point, Ryan, necessarily box us into just one we do know that it's the most important position in the sport and we'll treat it with that kind of importance can we glean anything from that that i mean that is like, like literally the most broad and <laughs> ambiguous statement you can make i mean honestly it's just i mean but again what else are you supposed to do at that position right right, like, right. they can't, can't they can't go out there and be like we, we want richardson and we're gonna right. we're gonna try and go get him or whoever the quarterback may be um, it was interesting, though, talking to Alec Lewis last night um, at Lake Monster and him kind of talking about that interview Kevin O'Connell had with Colin Cowherd. I just threw a bunch of names out there right there. But anyway, <laughs> and what Kevin O'Connell kind of looks for in a quarterback and a young quarterback, and that's a guy who's young, well, obviously young, uh, a guy who's accurate, 
but has big field vision, who's able to feel those those uh, those pressures and and just and just see like the progressions yeah. and like you know can somebody get to a you know an open spot that's further down your progression yeah yeah and, and O'Connell touched on that again today because again these 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 reporters are just trying to figure out give us something guys like w- yeah. like what are you thinking and, and they did a good job at least on the quarterback part now you said there were some other segments that we could have talked about so what what's the second one on your list yeah um the, it was pretty ev- evident that the reporters wanted to hear more about Dalvin cook and what's going on there. And, and right. You know, so. Right. And, um, and, and obviously, you know, they, they can only say so much. And, you know, if you want to read between the lines, you know, it seems like there might be some interest in, in parting ways, but uh, to, I think it was Quasi's point is, um, you know, they're very complimentary of each other. Right. And, and I don't know how accurate that is. I feel like they're kind of similar at this juncture in their careers, but you know, maybe Madison's a little bit more of a heavy, heavier runner. Like I can go between the tackles a bit more than Dalvin can now nowadays, but, um, but he said they're complimentary. So if they can try to work something out, they're going to, uh, and they think that they, there's a role for both of them on this team. But again, reading between the lines, it kind of seems like, you know, there's probably going to be some sort of departure there at some point. Yeah, yeah, especially just given how much money is tied up between the two of them. Um, they brought Madison back, and they there's no way that Madison came back without some assurance that he's getting more playing time. And I just don't see a route that you get Madison more playing time without somehow, you know, not getting while keeping time. Dalvin happy, right? Yeah, like that because like, he wants to, he wants to eat, so it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's a tough scenario to be in. So my guess is there's going to be some sort of trade or release at some point. Yeah, speaking of another maybe disgruntled player, uh, Zedarius Smith, We've it's, it's kind of been quiet on that part. Obviously, it was reported earlier this offseason that he requested a trade. Um, a release. Or a release, actually, a release. Yeah. Um, and uh, then he posted that picture kind of saying thank you. And it's just been kind of weird, but Kwesi said today, just ongoing conversations. I guess maybe Monday we'll get a good, a good idea if he shows up to – you know, voluntary, uh, OTAs, but yeah. Any thoughts on, on, on that, that part there? Yeah. I mean, again, another kind of odd situation. We have a couple of those odd situations, but you know, here's the thing is we have Didio Hunter yep. who's also got his own scenario that you know, we talked about yesterday with Alec. Um, and just in terms of, you know, is he want to going to want to stay here on the contract he's on? I think he's actually, he costs us a lot of money on a cap hit, but I think he's only actually earning like four or 5 million. Mm-hmm. So, um, so is he going to want to stick around for that? Right. And then we have Marcus Davenport who has been, kind of been a little injury prone. And then, yep. you know, he's only on a one year deal and then, you know, and then depth behind them, Patrick Jones was doing crazy squats this year. So maybe, maybe he has a, a a breakout season DJ Wanham on the last year of his deal. There's just a lot of uncertainty at the position. So I 100%. see why they're trying to make something work with Zedarius considering he's affordable, right? I mean, it's not like he is making chump change, uh, but he, he's affordable. So I know why they're trying to make it work, but yeah, I, again, another scenario where, I mean, unless we give him a, an extension or something, I can't imagine that he'll want to play. And like yeah. you said, we have, we have OTA uh, voluntary OTAs coming up. So we'll kind of get a, gauge of where he's at yeah yeah we'll see and of course if if he doesn't show up we'll all read into it way more than we should but uh considering it's like veteran like (laughs) veterans don't necessarily need to be doing it so yeah i remember back in the day when like ap didn't show up to 
voluntary and everyone was just like what the hell but then like a month later zimmer and spielman were down like knocking at his door to come to uh mandatory mini camp yeah well and then you know part of that too you you look at the um from the presser they had mentioned like you know we had a really really good turnout last year at voluntary otas and they Mm -hmm. expect the same this year so again i think it's it'll be telling i I mean we will probably read too much into it but it'll be telling of kind of Maybe yeah. where not only Zedarius, but Dalvin Cook stand from that perspective. Last big thing, I guess, in, in my opinion, um, you know, with, with their presser today is, man, did they speak highly of that draft class last year? And it's and it's been it's been shit on by a lot of people, just given that not a lot of uh, production from them, a lot of injury plagued players. Um, it, and I get it. Right. They had 10 draft picks and just didn't get a whole lot out of them. But the way they spoke about him today, a Caleb Evans, Andrew Booth, um, even Lewis Seen was getting I, – I feel like every opportunity that they have this offseason, they've raved about Lewis Seen and his ability to just kind of come back from this injury he had last year. Um, I think – I I don't know. Hearing those comments today makes me think that, like, yeah, maybe they are fine with just kind of the lower draft capital this year and just – leaning on those guys next year they they specifically mentioned uh Jalen Naylor again and in, in wanting to see that growth and development um because they get to see it day in and day out it's yeah 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 I mean and to that point uh your very last statement there right it's you know we as fans watch it from afar right we we see Lucy and busting his leg and and uh you know, Asamoah getting limited playing time and, mm-hmm. and Booth and, and Caleb Evans dealing with their own injuries. Um, Ed Ingram, I think he played every offensive snap, so you can't really say much there outside of he did show progression. Um, Jalen Naylor only getting on the field when we were really injured and, you know, kind of not, not putting our best effort forward at the end of yeah. the season. Um, so when, when you look at it from that perspective, we only see that, but what they see is every day they're working every, every day, day. This, I mean, you can tell that Osimo is here for the off season because he's um, he's tweeting about Minnesota weather being bipolar <laughs> and all this stuff. Right. So like, you know, he's here, he's putting in the work. We've seen yeah. scenes, workout videos and all that. Um, and, and when, when you don't see that grind, I guess that as fans, but they see it in the building, it's gotta be encouraging. But at the same time, what else are they going to say? It's their yeah. first draft class. They obviously yeah. want to hype it up as much as possible <laughs> and they want to make everyone feel like they're doing a great job in, in their jobs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll take it with a little grain of salt. I'll see it once it's on the field, it turns into on-field production. Uh, but yeah. And, and to that point, I think that statement came from a reporter asking, you know, are you worried about only having, was it five picks? Yep. And yep. like, do you, do you anticipate getting more? And, mm-hmm. and he kind of had mentioned, well, we didn't have that many picks last year either. And we ended up drafting 10 guys. So there's, there's different ways to go about it. We put so much an emphasis on the number, but let's focus on, you know, what we have. So, um, yeah, interesting comments. And that was actually my kind of last point, too, was just around that, um, the, you all, know, that, that draft class. It's always tough with these kind of pressers. You, you hope to kind of, you know, be able to pull things from them. And we have in, in previous interviews i think we got a lot from kevin o'connell's media session a couple weeks ago at the nfl uh owners meeting or league meetings i should say um 
but yeah, this one, not a whole lot to, to, to pull from it, but uh, the draft is two weeks away from. Well, one, one, one other thing you can pull from this too. Oh, you got something? Quasi is like fit is always just on point. Like where, where can we get <laughs> these things? 80 degrees here in there. Both of them were in like jackets and long sleeves. They must've just been pumping the AC and in, in yeah. TCO performance center. I'm sure they do, but yeah, like, just like he, like whatever apparel he gets, obviously the public doesn't get, but my goodness, they're all like, I wish that I could get that vest. It'd be so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish we could get, I wish we could get some apparel like that. Yeah. I need some new apparel, but yeah, uh, me too. Me too. Mine's dated. <laughs> well, that's all we have for you today. So uh, be sure to like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, Tomorrow on our YouTube channel, we'll be releasing an episode with Damian Parson of the Draft Network talking about some cornerbacks and some wide receivers that he thinks would be a good fit for this team. Um, and we'll just continue to have some draft coverage and Vikings coverage leading up uh, the rest of this offseason. So until next time, everybody, Skull Vikings.